Hello, beautiful people. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Sabina. And I'm Jay. And this is our podcast, Shine Bright with Jay and Sabina. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. So, what do we do? What do we talk about? So, oftentimes, we can get a little stuck in our lives or a little confused or a little uncertain and we know we need to make some changes but we don't know where to start and this podcast it's really it's kind of just a conversation about what we've been using to help us so we're really passionate about the idea that that a person can make change internally that they can get to know themselves more and make change in that way yes and it's fun. We enjoy doing this, sharing our own experiences and hopefully being of support to other people. I think it's just so normal. I think it's just something that people should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. So where can they find us? Apple, Spotify, Podbean. Yes, that's the three um, platforms. And then... We do this for free. And if you feel like giving us a donation because you enjoy our podcasts, we are very, very grateful for any donation. You can just go to our website and go to the donation um, part of the website and push the button on www.shine-bright-center. Dot co dot nz. Nice. Let's get started. Okay. So today's topic is fear. Hmm. A big one. Yeah, that's a really big one. Because it's so present at the moment. Do you feel that too, that there is a lot of fear in our world? Yes. Uh, it can come, definitely comes with uncertainty for sure. Yeah. And... You know, I would just say what's really worked for me is not running away from it and admitting that I have it. Mm. Because then then I can see I can see what it I can see it for what it is. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Um the shining a light on something is a very important part of being able then to maybe transform it to to yeah. replace it because fear is could you say fear is a construct of our mind hmm it's or as i i might just have to talk quite personally about it yeah uh, the the fear that the 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 fear that I've discovered within myself has been generated by my mind's interpretation of past events, and through these past events, my mind has created a worldview or a story about what the world is. So it's kind of created a story of partly the, the big one the big thread for me is that people are not safe or groups of people are not safe but we we often create that story you think of the media for example we create that story the world is not safe mm. it's quite a strong n cultural narrative 
that we yeah. have. And it's quite understandable from a survival point of view mm-hmm. because our ancestors had to survive and, and we've had to survive, whether it was in the home environment or the playground, uh, there's different situations we might have encountered. Yeah. Yeah. This is um, perfect to make clear, you know, how fear is actually created. And as you say, in our history, there were often times when there were, there was much more external danger Mm. Then actually it was, let's say, up until two, three years ago. Yeah. Any, everything has been shaken a little bit in the last, last few years when it comes to, oh, right. to certainty and safety yeah. and security. Yeah. So it's, it's very understandable, actually, that right now there is often fear inside of us, hmm. but it's fear from what might happen outside, outside. of us. Yeah. When I observe myself, my fears most definitely have to do with that, mm-hmm. with that fear. And I have denied it for a very long time. Well, I haven't even denied it because I haven't even known that it's there. Mm. Because I, I could not see my fears. They were perfectly hidden. Yeah, as often there's a sort of a layering. I've seen it in myself. There's a little bit of a layering that goes on. And there's the fear, and then there's the ways in which we we cope with the fear, mm. um, like the the example that I I was we were talking about with each other earlier was was that I have some fear around around people that I've been working on or around groups of people, and and I have all these behaviours, if you like, that mask me from seeing that fear because the fear just drives me immediately to to cope with the situation so I might be feel socially anxious and then my my immediate reaction is just start talking start be super friendly and start talking and people won't see the fear underneath and then I don't see the fear underneath I've forgotten it's there I just follow that instinct of just start talking people wouldn't see you as fearful because you kind of mask it in a way and you even might put a little bit over the top little things like mine was like everything's fine I just would say to myself everything's fine yeah but then it in some ways it's better just to sometimes know it's not fine yeah that's a good start at least to feel what you feel because everything might be fine rationally yeah but what you feel is actually fear. So it doesn't mean that it's all fine. You know, it's kind of not looking at it. And I think we are really now heading me. I'm heading into a time in my life where I am shining the light on the things yeah. I have not been able, prepared, ready to see. And part of that is also to see that I do have fears and I have to allow myself to feel that fear Mm. and it doesn't mean that I have to get stuck in it it doesn't mean that I have for weeks and weeks to to kind of feel that fear in all its intensity in a physical way in an emotional way in a in a in an expressive way but I can 
I can look at it, I can see it. And then I can take actions to see it for what it is. And that is something I can actually step out of, transform. Um, something that really helps me with that is to see what it is that 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 fear is doing. So, so for one thing, that fear, of course, is driving all those different behaviors. It drives a lot of different behaviors. It'll drive me from, from like, it'll drive me to avoid a difficult relationship or avoid going out because I'll think, oh, I don't want to go out or it's be stressful. Or um, I had, in the past, I didn't, used to enjoy doing my tax returns. I had an interesting experience the other day. I did my tax return and I found it easy and enjoyable. Um, <laughs> you can give me a few lessons. <laughs> oh, it's not that hard. Just, I, I have, hard. it's interesting because I'm actually doing the reverse at the moment. I have been always so onto my tax. Oh. And ever since I'm being a bit more relaxed and a little bit controlled and a little bit less, a little bit less controlled, uh-huh. I haven't even really thought about um, doing the tax yet. Even if oh, other you. years I would have been doing it on the first day of the... I'm very proud of you right now. <laughs> You're doing very well. <laughs> I'm not um. sure if it's maybe procrastination. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. But maybe I need also to feel the fear around it. You know, because I've yeah. been such a a good girl my whole life. That's right, because because these these other patterns, these other behaviours might have been masking the fear. Exactly. And, and it's actually better to to not run away. Not run away, to face to face what we feel. And it's interesting because with fear, like both of us have experienced that invisible that covert fear. Is it? Overt. Co- covert, covert avoiding and hiding yeah but you could you could also put it onto fear instead of avoiding and uh-huh. hiding like COVID. there is the visible fear some people feel the fear very real mm. they are anxious and they they feel it constantly in their life so it's yeah. a very obvious sensation they have and then people like us who have had that fear but we have suppressed it and pushed it down yeah. in a way that it wasn't visible yeah. But it was there. Mm-hmm. So there are different ways of experiencing fear, I guess. Yeah. And for me, my interpretation of how it worked for me, why I am able now to look at my fears is actually because I've been working so much on trust. Mm. I think I'm ready now to see probably the things which have led me to feel fear but at the same time i have tried to push that fear away make it invisible it's very complex but trust was very very is very very important for me i'm still working on trust but i would recommend to anybody out there if you wanna do something about your fear Mm -hmm. work on your trust yeah and we are lucky enough to have an amazing uh, method working on trust called mm. Tongyuan. Yes, that's right. Uh, what comes to mind for me is I started to see the how how my fear was driving the way in which I related to people. You know, I started to fear 
I started to doubt whether people liked me or or whether whether I was likable you know and then I started to think I'm actually going to trust like it was really a decision because I was like the the fear and the patterns that kind of came out of that they were actually getting in the way of 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 being able to connect being able to have a good life with people and I started to think well I'm going to just trust I'm going to trust and it actually and today I realized that just trusting that you can relate with people and get on with people and that you can be like that you start to you don't even you start to feel really comfortable being alone as well because when you're when you're in fear about that you worry when you're alone you're like oh I don't want to be I don't I feel so alone. I don't have people around me. And then when you're around people, you're like, "Oh, I'm stressed right now." This mm. is, this has been years of work, but lately I've been kind of making a breakthrough at another level. And if I could just tell people the trust is, it feels like, you know, have you ever just floated in the ocean and just, just relaxed and then when you you realize when you're floating in the ocean for a while you can and you put your arms out and you realize that you can let everything go and you're still there and and it becomes quite an interesting sensation so that's that's what was happening to me in bed last night I was sort of lying there and just sinking sinking into it and you lose yourself Mm. yourself is not very important the cool thing about trust when we when we get to that unconditional trust because we there are different stages of trust you know mm. because if we just trust in a conventional way if that's the right word then i'm still trusting that i achieve something or that i'm going to be safe or that this is going to be happening the way i wish it to happen yeah you know, then the trust is directed to an outcome and that is not unconditional. So the the trust you are talking about when you are lying in the ocean and you're able to let go is really that trust. Just trust. It's a state. It's that state. Like just and we have trust. Been I just choose trust. to trust. Yes. But just trust is even could also be just trust that tomorrow is going to be a good day. That's right. You know, but just trust in an unconditional way is regardless of whatever is going to happen i let go i relax and we stop to wanting to control and fear has to do a lot with you know wanting to control what is happening or being afraid that we can't control what is happening i Mm. can't control if the economy is going to crash i i have an opinion which I have an opinion that I would like to <laughs> announce to the world. <laughs> Go for it. Just that I think in the next 10 years, 10 to 20, and 20 years, we will be blown away by how much change has happened. Like, I can already, I will give away my age a little bit, but I remember before the internet existed, I remember when the country that I lived in, New Zealand, had three TV channels. I remember when we had two TV channels <laughs> and we had this little Kiwi that came on at midnight to show that the TV channel was turning off for the night. <laughs> That's so, cute. But the world we're going to live in, 
is radically different and and the change that we're going through right now is is radical like it's very fast and right now it's like well you you used to ski and I, I used to ski as a child it's you're hurt it's like you're hurtling down a hill and you've got to make choices and you're going to make turns and twists it's like where yeah. ch- things are changing yeah it, and yeah and unconditional trust would make things much easier and it's understandable that people are scared right now i mean my respect to because i know there could be someone listening that has lost their job or yeah. or i know there's very diff- people can lose their health there's lots of different very real things but even then and I you know I hope the universe is gentle with me when I say this I'm trying to say it carefully (laughs) but even if something really challenging happens that we don't want to happen if we can find some trust that we have the capacity to move through it and we find some trust that we can find some good in it so nothing nothing is fixed we often think of things like an outcome we often think uh this is just the way it is or this is what's happened mm. but nothing's finished so what's happened has happened but the story's not finished there so yeah. so you you find that trust that you can make something good of that mm. and and move away from that comparisons as well Something good of that doesn't mean that you're a failure if you didn't become a millionaire or you didn't own a, own your own property by, by 30 or, you know, different. Yeah. We have all these different measures. It's fascinating. There is one thing which stops us to really accept that we can just unconditionally trust, and that's our mind. Because for me and... Maybe also for some of our listeners, it happened while you were talking that there came the mind and, and, and say, oh, how can you just trust? How can mm. you just trust? How could I just trust if I lose my job and my house and I'm out on the road? You know, so <laughs> it, it is a challenging thing what we are talking about here. Thinking, but the challenge comes from the mind. I was thinking about that because, like, when I was in my twenties, I, I, I lived in like a, we lived in abandoned houses in the city, and we lived in them for quite a few years. I lived in a, in a van that I used to drive around, um, and just park up in different spots. And I was thinking, oh, that wasn't so bad. That was alright. Mm-hmm. But actually, even that was probably quite extraordinary compared to how my ancestors might have lived Mm. they would have been they would have had ancestors that had dirt floors and and would have been happy to have a cow and i can drive to the supermarket and buy milk so yeah yeah so interesting i guess also risking that i'm repeating myself again and again i really want to say that trust is a hard quality and so what a good thing would be to do when we get into fear when we go into worry and into anxiety is to try to find that heart try to connect to the heart because Mm. things do look differently 
yeah. when we are connected to that. And, and that, using that example that I used earlier, that was exactly what the what I realized was happening when I was when I was meeting someone and I would respond with with a an instinct like a feeling of fear I would think my my instinct was fear so it's like I had a story there in my mind that this person is scary and it would be just very subtle how how a person could trigger that fear but as soon as they triggered that fear then this whole personality and character emerged to protect myself from that fear and to not show who I really was but then what I realized am still realizing <laughs> working on is that without that trust if I was not to trust another person not just to trust life and myself but to not give that other person my trust it's like I'm alone it's like I'm not connecting we miss out I realized on the one hand I'm protecting myself but that protection was extreme overkill for the reality of the situation but the reality of if you can really trust another person it's like for starters there's a chance that they might relax and they might trust you and then there's a chance that you might have a really genuine conversation and both parties come away feeling heard and feeling seen and feeling listened to and understood and that thing we can do for each other as humans that's just so phenomenal like a cat how many humans can even make a person as happy as meeting a cat you know how happy you get when you meet a cat or a baby you're just like oh and it, it actually makes your heart like that and we could be that person and it, mm. it doesn't, you don't have, no one has to know you're doing it. You don't, you don't have to be like smiling or anything. You just, <laughs> it's just your own personal practice. For me, it's a very mm. internal personal practice. I'm not trying to show it to other people or prove it because actually I, well, just trust is how you relate to people. It's yeah. one layer. That was beautiful. Um, Thanks explanation and example of how okay. we can do it i have been practicing over the years um hugging people with my heart right. like when i physically hug them i consciously connect to the heart mm. and it's it's quite a different hug than if you just do the 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 physical one and i can imagine or not i can imagine i know that i can hug somebody just in my heart like mm. my family is back in italy i'm in new zealand mm. so when i hug people back home it's in my heart mm. and it works you know mm. it's beautiful so the power of the heart the power of love the power of trust well probably i don't quite know we don't have a a watch today to have a look how long we are but probably be yeah. around our time yeah i guess so yeah what i would like to add in there we've been talking about it and we've woven it in already but that idea that there's a certain story we tell ourselves about the world and it can be around people and it can be around life itself or or is life safe is my is my career safe 
and and that story can have fear right at its root and and then because we feel that fear it drives it drives a lot of what we're doing yes but the fear is on the one hand you need to see it but on the other hand it isn't having no effect it has an effect it's limiting and it also it's very limiting and it's also exhausts the body you know you think of fear like the kidneys and the adrenals fear physically tires yourself out and so sometimes when I'm working on the fear sometimes I like to just lie in bed and just rest when I Mm. if I'm working through fear if I've discovered fear I, I realize I have to I'm like whoa actually wow, you've been putting yourself under a lot. Okay, yeah. just just have a look, take a look at it. Gentleness for ourselves and compassion for ourselves. It's you know, a... Not beating ourselves up for being anxious, but having compassion with ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Being human is not easy. No, but mm. it's beautiful. Yeah, we're very lucky. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening. Hopefully there was something mm. which was helpful for you and we'll talk to you soon. Cool. Thank you, everyone.